Hello, welcome to another episode <laughs> of Making Sales Social Live. Today we are gonna do CPR. Welcome to Making Sales Social Live as we share LinkedIn and social selling training, strategies, and tips that will have an immediate impact on your business. Join Bill McCormick, Bryn Tillman, and me, Bob Woods, every week. Making Sales Social Live. This is the recorded version of our weekly Making Sales Social Live show. We're going to talk about how to do CPR. No, we are not first class, uh, first cross trained. Red cross trained. Right. And in in EMS, we used to call pushy, pushy, blowy, blowy. But we're talking about (laughs) breathing life back into your first degree connections, right? So somebody tell everyone, what does CPR stand for? So conducting CPR in our connections is identifying our clients, our prospects, and our referral partners that we're already connected to. One of the biggest mistakes we make on LinkedIn is we connect and forget, right? And so we're constantly going after net new, net new, new connections, right? But we're ignoring all of these great connections that we've made over time. In fact, Somewhere between 10 and 20% of the people we're connected to are people that we want to be having conversations with. So if you have 2,000 connections, there's somewhere between two and 400 people that we that you're ignoring that we want to start these conversations with them. Yes. So there are a bunch of different ways to do this, right, to, to take inventory. That's where we have to start. Before we talk about what do we do, how do we take inventory? Bob, talk about... The first way, which is exporting your connection. Yes. So um, there's a way within LinkedIn to actually um, go in and tell LinkedIn that you want to download all of your connections. So there's a little bit of a process that you go through with that. And when you complete that, in about 10 to 15 minutes after you request it, you will get a spreadsheet that has all of your connections in them. So at that point, you can go through and really start getting into it and applying what we call CPR, which we're going to describe in just a minute here, but applying CPR to each of those connections to see who is a client, who is a prospect, and who is a referral. And then you can start in conversations rather with with those people. So it's so simple to do. Just add a column to the left-hand side mm-hmm. of your, your download. And, and they're organized from your most recent connection, you know, all the way down. And you're getting first name, last name, title, and company, mm-hmm. uh, and the date that you connected to them, mm-hmm. right? And so mm-hmm. when we create this column on the left-hand side, and you go through and you mark them C, P, or R, and then once we've taken inventory, we can, as Bob said, start conversations. Bill, talk about actually searching for our first degree connections, taking yeah. inventory through search. Yeah, and this is great. And this is on the free version of LinkedIn. You don't need to have a premium membership, but you can click on the search bar, double tap it and uh, click on people and then click on all filters. And from the right hand side, I'll slide over your 15 search fields in your in your free version of LinkedIn, and you can actually choose first degree connections. Mm-hmm. So you're only searching your first degree connections. Then slide all the way down. If you if you have to if you're limited to a geographical area, you can put that in. If you only want to focus on a certain industry, you can put that in. But what you really want to be focused on is are what are the titles of your decision makers that you're trying to find, and put that in the title. 
field and then click enter and you're going to come up with a list of people you're already connected with. So this isn't even low hanging fruit. This is fruit on the ground that you trip over, right? Because you've already connected with them in, in some way. And let's say you don't know the person, but your first degree connections, who else are you connected with that might be able to make that introduction? But but that's a great way to identify, okay, and then figure out, is this a client? Is this a, a, uh, a referral partner? Or is this a prospect? Our wonderful friend and client, Michelle Vincent, she actually exported her connections uh, around April of 2020 when there was not very much business happening at all. And one of the things she found was an old client had moved to a new company mm -hmm. and she was able to reach out and very quickly closed initially a $1.5 million account, which is now over $3 million simply by taking inventory of her existing connection. And almost every corporate training that we're on, when we teach this, the next week people come down or when we're doing it with them live during the workshop time, go, oh my God, that's where that person is. And then we hear back, oh yeah, they, they got on the phone with me right away. So this is a huge, this is like mind blow, boom. When you do this, it's like, mm -hmm. oh my God. And a lot of folks don't even know that it's a, it, it's, that it's, it's an option. Yeah. yeah, it's like mining for new information. I mean, especially because with the connect and forget, you don't know what these people have been doing in the months and the years. I mean, they could have changed jobs twice and you didn't even know it. So so there's really a, a huge treasure trove of information by doing CPR that you can unearth. And I'm mixing metaphors, but you know what I'm talking about, that you can really use to start new conversations with people that you that you already know or who you're already connected to. Yeah. And just to piggyback on that LinkedIn statistics tell us there's a 20% turnover year over year. Mm -hmm. So if you've been on LinkedIn for five years, there's been almost a hundred percent turnover by now, <laughs> uh, you know, unless they're business owners, of course, but, but if you're selling into companies and corporate, there's a huge turnover in your connection. So to take advantage of that, one of the things that I heard both of you talk about a couple of times is starting conversations. And so a lot of people get stuck and we'll talk about this in, in future trainings for sure. But let's just talk about what kind of conversations do we want to have with our existing clients? Um, and I'm going to start with the five things. Let's talk about them. Mm -hmm, we want yeah. more business, yeah. right? Show us them all. Always good. Right. Internal introductions. How do we use LinkedIn for internal introductions? Who wants to take that? Yeah. So, so what you want to do is first, you want to always make sure you're socially surrounding your connections and your main contacts in a company. Like Bryn just said, 20% turnover. You never know if your one decision maker is the only person you're connected on on LinkedIn and they leave, then you're, you're out of luck, right? So you want to make sure you're connecting with other people within that company. So we not only want to go horizontal, we don't only want to go wide in an organization. We want to go deep. So, and and up also. So we want to make sure we're connecting with with that person's boss. We want to make sure we're connecting to other people on the team. We want to make sure we're we're connecting to that person's subordinates because if they leave, they may get that person may get promoted. But then we also want introductions to other departments. Maybe you work mainly with marketing, 
ask for an introduction to people in HR. That's a real secret of mine. I always connect with people in HR because they have the pulse on the organization when it comes to personnel. They know who, who it is, who is who's going where and, and what's happening. So you always want more introductions. You want more to know more people. 6.8 decision makers in most B2B buying uh, decisions. So you want to make sure you're connected to those 6.8 people. So number three is external introduction. So let's just say we've got one real major champion inside of this client. Bob, how would we get external introductions from them using LinkedIn? External introductions would be um, going through their networks and seeing who that they know in other companies who may be in a similar position or heck, it could be any position. It just depends on what comes in their results when you search for that. So at that point, you could be in contact with that person and say, hey, I noticed that you know X, Y, and Z at ABC companies. I'm going to be talking to them in the next couple of weeks. And then at this point, you could do one of two things. A, would you mind introducing me to them? Or B, would you mind if I dropped your name during during a conversation with them? So that makes the upcoming conversation you're going to have with the people outside of this person's organization much more warmer, and they'll be much more receptive to uh, to having that conversation with you. Absolutely. And when we look at when, when Bill talked about the search, one of the mm -hmm. 15 filters is connections of. So yep. if you're already a first degree connection, all you have to do is type in their name and choose it. And then that list will, will come up for you. So, mm -hmm. so the first one uh, was more business. The second one was internal introductions. Third was external introductions. We also want recommendations and case studies, right? So on mm -hmm. LinkedIn, if your client says, hey, you did a great job, start to build those recommendations and, and you'll use those in lots of different ways uh, to build your credibility. And the fifth one is vendor introductions. And this is, I think, something that's totally under leveraged. Yeah. But you know, who is your client working with that is a non-competitor to you, to you that you could probably build a relationship and then make warm introductions with the same processes as, as you searching a client's connections, mm -hmm. you can search a referral partner connection. So that's how we look at clients. When we identify prospects, that's pretty easy. We kind of know what we want to do with prospects, mm -hmm. but we want to start conversations. Make sure you're not starting that with a pitch. Mm -hmm. But what's some warm things that you could do with a prospect to start a conversation? So what you want to do is teach them. You want to bring education and you want to bring value. What we talk about is using vendor agnostic insights. So that simply just means that it's not, they're not insights that are coming from your company. We don't go and say here at Social Sales League, we believe, blah, 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 blah. No, we're bringing studies such as, you know, corporate, according to corporate vision, 74% of uh, buyers go with the, with the sales rep who is the first to add value and insight. You know, did you know that? Those kind of, of stats, those kind of educational things, you know, we say, stop telling people how you help them and just simply help them. That's a big thing when you're dealing with prospects, because what we want to make sure is when we're using content, you know, right, there's the five, the five things that we want. We want it to resonate with, with our ideal buyers that when they're reading, they're going, okay, yeah, this is, this is for me. We want to create that pub tilt moment, right? We want to create that curiosity layer. Huh? And then we want to teach them something new that gets them thinking differently about their problem that ends up getting this. 
hey, you know what? I, I want to know more. So, so those are the things we can do to, to spark conversations with prospects. And my very good friend, Donna, I love Donna, send them insights that are relevant content to them. That's a really good point because sometimes as salespeople, we have this agenda, right? And we want to send them content that we care about, but it might not be content that they care about. So that's really important. And it goes back to like some of our other trainings on social listening and right, really identifying what matters to them. So I think that's that's absolutely huge, right? So our number five is vendor introduction. So I know I skipped ahead I, and I do that often, right? Our first one was uh, more business, internal introductions, external introductions, recommendations and case studies and vendor introductions. So to pull that all together. Those are the five things we want from our clients. Oh, we did that. And then prospects. We went into prospects. Yeah. You know, I have a little ADD. Here's the question is how are we starting conversations with referral partners? Oh, good question. Yeah. Full circle. Maybe I should take some, have some notes with me for some of the slides. I love it. All right. So we went through client. We went through how do we engage our prospects and then referral partners. The starting conversations with referral partners is pretty simple, especially if we've been given their name from our clients, right? When our clients give us their name and we reach out, they're almost always going to have the conversation with us because we share a client in common. But if you take inventory and you identify that there are referral partners or potential referral partners on your list that you don't necessarily have a client in common, starting a conversation with them about a couple of things. Number one, it could be industry trends. If you're selling into the same industry, they could really care about that. That could matter to them. It could be actually saying, hey, I'm building a network of referral partners. I'd love to have a conversation, explore if we can help each other out. They're in a business development role as well. We'll probably have that conversation. So um, now that we're back on track, (laughs) you know, the bottom line in all this, and, and as we start to wrap this up, right, is that we've got an enormous amount of connections if you've been on LinkedIn for a few years or more mm-hmm. that we're ignoring. We And we really need to take inventory, identify those, those clients, those prospects, and those referral partners, and just start more sales conversations. So thanks for watching everyone and listening. And don't forget to join us for our next episode of Making Sales Social Live. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye, everyone. Don't miss an episode. Visit socialsaleslink.com slash podcast. Leave a review down below. Tell us what you think, what you learned, and what you want to hear from us next. Register for free resources at linkedinlibrary.com. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Visit our website, socialsaleslink.com, for more information.